You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. All right, wrapping up the podcast week. Alan Jerry with you one more time before the long three day weekend. Of course, it's always great to have Friday off. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow on your day off? Well, we're working on the radio show. We just don't do the podcast on Friday. Oh, Fridays. we're coming in tomorrow. We're just not doing this. Yes, we oh. will have a Boomer and Carton show. Got live it. Okay, I'm sorry. Terrific. That is uh, my fault, my mistake. I apologize. So I won't be here by myself. A football Friday, if you will, Jerry. A football Friday. Yeah. That's right. The Jets and Giants both play on Sunday. That's correct. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I always wonder what you would do in a spot like this. We're kind of part of a team, correct? Yeah, would definitely. You I mean, yeah, you know, for sure. five of us or yes. six of us. Well, how many of us are there? Six, seven? How many of well, it's Boomer, Craig, and you. I always do that. You're in the studio. Right. Eddie and I are not in the studio. And it's Bob. five. And so Bob, six, six of us. us. So how about this story? Police arresting, and by the way, this is a big team, Real Madrid. You've heard of them, right? I have. That's soccer. Yeah. The, their striker. I don't know what the hell that means, but Must that's be a, a position scorer. on the field. Yeah. Kareem Benzema, after he allegedly attempted to blackmail a teammate over a purported cell phone sex tape. Interesting. Cell phone sex tape. This is where we're at now. Now we just do it on the phone. Yeah, the crystal clear video. Now, so there were all sorts of investigations in, in this. How far, in how bad a shape would you have to be to try and blackmail us? Good question. Like, so it, how much in debt or something yes. would I need to be to try to blackmail? Like if something came across your desk, oh my God, here's Eddie mm-hmm. with the girl down the block. On a sex tape. What kind of shape would you have to be in to go well, blackmail him? Probably if you guys had fired me for something, I would probably would use that against you. But these guys are teammates. I, oh, by the currently way, on the same team. I agree with you. Yeah. You get fired, all bets are off, especially if none of us were there to help you or say yeah. anything in your defense. Be a, it was yeah. kind of like, goodbye, Yeah. Then I, then I would go for blackmail immediately. You would. Is that illegal blackmail? In all cases, yes, it absolutely. is. Okay. He's suspected of plotting to extort money from this guy in exchange for withholding the tape from the public. See, the problem with that is even if you panicked and paid the money, he still has the, the tape. The tape's still out there. Even if he hands you a tape, he's got it on his computer. I mean, and he'll still use it against you. This whole thing is just I, these phones. Let me tell you something about these phones. They're these tremendous. phones are going to be the death of us all. They are tremendous. I totally agree with you. But did you see that thing Craig was doing on the show yesterday? He showed me during a commercial break talking about, uh, what are they called, the holograms? Yes, I he did not see that. He showed me the thing on the website. It is A, amazing, B, frightening. It's literally this little glass triangle. And you're if you FaceTime someone, the other person's in the box. As a miniature version yes. of themselves? Yes, like you're right there with them. Yeah. Really freaky. Yeah, that's cool. It is it is cool, but you don't, you don't, there's no sense of that to you that we are getting so reliant on these phones, not, not just in like in America, but like as a, 
as a uh, what's it called as a as the human race as a human. All you got to do is find a way to take down the internet somehow. What are we doing? Right. Yeah, I'm with you, Jerry. It could be dangerous, but I do love the idea of holograms. You love the hologram. I would love to hologram phone like hologram to my parents, and I say, "How you doing?" Then that counts as a visit. Correct. And if your parents lived in California, I think it would be awesome. I think that's great. They live in South Jersey. It's just kind of like California. It's far away. Well, for you, it's yes. an hour and fifteen. Minutes. So they don't live in Edison anymore. No, or wherever it was. We used to live in Colonia. Oh, I didn't know. They moved uh, maybe two years ago or so. They moved That's down by right. my uh, sister down in South Jersey. I forgot about in that. In the Philly area. They're outside mm. of Philly. They get the Philly TV stations. Yeah, I'm sure. So what do you see them, once a week now? Uh, a couple, once every couple of weeks. Once every couple of weeks. Well, I'll see terrible. them this weekend for uh, one of the kids, one of the nieces or nephews' birthdays. Do so you find that's when you mostly get together now? Really, it's about the kids? Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. about the kids. Or when I have some time off. We work terrible hours. I can't go during the week. You know well, you saying? can't drive. No, you can't drive because I will want to go right to sleep Correct. in my car while I'm at the wheel. It's like next Friday, I got to drive to Ithaca. Yeah, I, at for noon. one, I don't know where that is. It's in upstate New York. And how long does that take? Four hours. Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be it's, asleep on the side of the road. I mean, it's brutal. Want to go? No, I got a great seat for you. Sit in the press box. I do not want to go. Hmm. I had this query for you, Jerry. I love a query. I saw a picture of a, a dog that had a bunch of porcupine needles in his face. He 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 went after a porcupine. Ew. So he had all these needles in his face. And I, I guess you have to pull out these needles individually. It got me to thinking, Jerry. Would you rather... We do this game with my kids. Would you rather... Yeah, yeah. would you rather get attacked by a porcupine wherein he stuck all his needles in your face? That doesn't sound like a great option. <laughs> Or sprayed in the face directly from a skunk. How about neither? Is there no, I'm saying if you C? had to fight one of the animals. I don't want to. No. I'll give, you, I'll, let, I'll give you some hints to think this through. One, the porcupine needles, they look like they hurt. Yes. And you know what scars they're going to leave? But you can pull them out individually and you're done. Yeah, but the, no. No, no, no. A you skunk, look like a cork board. A skunk, you're going to smell for a long time. Yes. You can sit in the shower for six hours and keep putting soap on. It doesn't do anything. And you can't go in your car. You'll smell up your car for good. You can't lay on your bed. You smell up your bed. So which would you rather take? Porcupine needles in the face, which you can remove but will be painful and probably leave marks, or a straight-on face shot right to the nose. A face shot? Yeah, from a skunk. I'll take choice C and be pre-dating Al Dukes and sit in my house and do nothing. Hmm. I don't like either. There's no good answer to that. Does a porcupine, does a uh, skunk, is that um, spray wet? Is it like a mist? Is oh, it- it's a freaking aerosol, Al. <laughs> <laughs> It has an aerosol can in its butt, <laughs> it's, it's, right. and we assume it it's comes like from the. Guard. We assume it's from the por- from the skunk's butt, but I, I'm sure it's not from I the butt. I have no idea where. Where it's do you from. think it is? I uh, bet it's near the butt. Most of those um... <laughs> scents. Come from the butt. No, uh, penetrating areas. Yeah, uh, and outwardly areas are usually surrounded, or, or at least in the area of you think the butt. The oh, do you think the skunk smell shoots from its penis? I think it's possible. Does no. a skunk have a penis? A male skunk, a hundred percent, hundred percent. You've looked this up, hundred percent. I'm sure. How do you know this? The, um, I'm not. So you're not really. How 100%. else is it having sex? It, it humps. I have no idea. The humping no. get out. I, I'm going to look up where the uh, skunk... I really don't know. ...smell comes from. Like, I have a male cat now, right? Is it fixed? It is fixed. It was fixed before we got him, which is fantastic. Perfect. And, like, the doctor even shows you the little penis. 
Yeah. But it's Cat like, penis. That, how does that even count? Like, what is that? Well, you ever see a dog? Yes, that's a real penis. The lipstick emerges, and then that's how it's used. <laughs> when you're just when the dog or cat is I just understand. laying around the house, no, it doesn't look like it can produce anything. So when the cat when gets the lipstick excited, emerges, why are we calling it lipstick? Because that's what it looks like, lipstick. Right? Why don't that's you just what call people it call it. Well, people know people know people the know what lipstick, penis is. but they know the lipstick as well. Right? People, most people know a, what the penis is, though. And that's a funnier visual than a, really than a penis. Lipstick. Because you say lipstick, I think of lipstick. Yeah, well, that's... I hear penis, I think penis. But I, when I see that, I think of lipstick, because it looks just like lipstick. Hmm. This is an odd start. Uh, also, earlier today, we had discussed when you go out on a date, whether a man always pays or not. Yes. And you said... Uh, I said, like, even that I have a girlfriend now, I pay when we go to dinner. Mm-hmm. That's just the food would feel weird. Not every once in a while, she wants to buy lunch or um, uh, ice cream cone or yes. something. Yes, because absolutely. Otherwise, people feel like I never get to b- b- uh, buy. But I think it's only proper. And then I'll leave the tip. No, if you're paying for dinner, you're paying for lunch. It's the complete deal. You leave the tip and you pay for the bill. That's fine. I don't care. To me, I don't care about that. Yeah, I really because you're don't. married. So do you guys share a bank account? Yes. So when you guys go oh, out to dinner. Mean, I mean when I'm out with buddies or something, yeah. sometimes I'll pay and then they'll, like I've got one friend of mine, um, I'm with him a lot, and I will usually try to pay most times. It comes back to, you know, who makes more, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so I will always try, but it gets to a point where you almost, you don't want to make the guy feel bad about himself either. Right. So he will, from time to time, be like, dude, let me just put the tip down. All right, it's fine. You want right. to Oh, I see. Ahead. I see what you're saying. Make I have them feel no better. problem with that whatsoever. None. I like going out with people wherein that's already been determined. You know I what agree. I mean? So, like, you, you, the friends you go out with, you already know when the bill comes. You either both split it. One person gets it one time. Uh, when you're going out with a new couple as a couple. Yeah. Very, very The weird. entire time, all I'm doing is thinking about what's the move when the bill comes. Sure. We've gone out like that, and I don't know until... It's decided. I hate it. I This is what I like. The perfect thing happened to me Sunday. We met another couple out for um, for lunch to watch the games, mm-hmm. Sunday games. And I had never been out with them before. And the whole time I was like, well, what are we going to do when the bill comes? How does that work? The woman, as soon as the bill came, the other woman said, oh, we'll just split this. It was perfect. That's great. I threw down my card. She threw down her card. That way there was no even wondering what cash and who gets money back. Right. Perfect. Yes, that is the way you should do that it. That worked out. But now I can't wait to see them again because we've already worked out. You've got a relationship. We've already worked out who pays and how we pay. I, You know, there are certain couples we go out with, and I don't mind paying once in a while. As long, Here's what I don't like paying for. When they're drinking like fish. Yes. That drives me nuts. Just from the standpoint of, I don't mind. When I go out for dinner, I, I honestly don't mind. But when your alcohol bill is four times what you ate, why am I paying for you to get sloppy and right. drunk? That dri- I don't know why that bothers me. Always has. Always has. And that goes for even with, you know, going on golf trips with my dad and my brother. Like, we will go out because I don't, I will have drinks. I've been out with you, you know, but I, it's not like I don't have drinks. I, I, for whatever reason, it doesn't, I don't need to have one. I don't always want one. I'd rather drink the water with the lime just to, because I sit there later, I'm like, did I really need those 9,000 calories I just shoved down my face? Like, right. why? So anyway, even golf trips with my dad and my brother, we will literally have a rotation. Lunch, me. 
dad dinner, Michael lunch tomorrow, me, and, you know, just kind of go like that. And I'll be like, you know what? We had dinner last night, and it was the first night. No one had a drink, and that's fine, and that one paid. And then dinner's the next night, and all of a sudden we're ordering bottles of wine, and this one wants a vodka tonic. I'm like, what the hell kind of a bill is yeah, this? Yeah, that's not fair. It's my dad and my brother. It drives me nuts, and well, I pay for it, but it uh, kills me. This is the other thing that guys do when they uh, pay the bill is they'll pay equal, right? So if there's sure. three people sitting and it, the bill's $100, everyone pays $33. What I don't like, then I'll find myself like if uh, one of my buddies orders the the uh, uh, surf and turf. Yes. Then I'm like, I may want the chicken, but the chicken dish is like seventeen dollars. Now I'm getting the tuna just because it's expensive because I know I'm splitting the bill anyway. I learned that the hard way. I will go back to 1990. Uh, Got to be 1995. I want to say no, 1996 uh, or 97, whatever. Me and Kim had just gotten engaged. So 97. Good lord, it's a long time ago. Anyway. 1997, we go on a vacation, and we met a family that we're really good, really tight with, but a big family, like 14 people, and our people, our side was eight. And so I was 1997. I had just started working here. I was making $9 an hour. It's not like I had any money aside from my other job. So we're on a budget, and we're away. And so, you know, whatever. Got a burger, drank soda, not going to worry about the bill. The bill, and they were drinking beer like they had never seen beer before. The bill comes, and all of a sudden, it's like, all right, uh, it's going to be $110 a couple. <laughs> and you had a burger. I looked at my, I looked at him, I'm like, are we supposed to pay $110 for our $22 dinner? I look, I'm like, wow, and we paid it. Right. And from then on, I mean, let's go, beers for everybody. Yep, that's what you got to do. If you know you're splitting the bills equally, you and someone orders surf and turf, it is on. You better start. And Even that, like like you said, maybe I didn't want a uh, second beer. Everyone else is getting oh, no, beer. No, no, now we're having one. Now we're having beers. And it goes to your point that you didn't know the deal going in, so right. you know what? I'm the moron. Because I should have asked. I just assumed. It's uncomfortable to ask. It is uncomfortable to ask, but whatever. I got burnt so bad that night. That, like, ruined my first three days of my trip. That would, that, I would, then you're still thinking about it. 1997. I, I love yes, it. I I've the never forgotten it. It yeah. is true. Now, I can't wait to go out with this couple again just because I know we're splitting the bills. Perfect. See, now if we ever go out, now I know what the deal split is. Split the bill. We split the bill. With a credit card, two credit cards. That way we're not dealing with, uh, I need three singles back. Nope. Split the bill, split the tip on the credit card. Perfect. Love it. Jerry, one thing I hate is when my uh, beverage that's supposed to be cold is not cold. Mm, terrible. And I found something that solves that problem at touchofmodern.com. Of course you did. Check out the name of this company. They're called Amaze Balls. That's the name of the company. They mm. have something called Amaze Rods. These are stainless steel rods that you freeze... And then you put them in your beer bottle, thus keeping your beer ice cold without diluting it like an ice cube would. Yes, no question. So they're called Amaze Rods by a company called Amaze Balls. Now, do they have Amaze Balls to put in your soda, too? Uh, I, I was so locked in on these Amaze this. Rods yes. that I, that's all I was on because I I want to put ice in my beer and I want to put ice in well, my wine. Well, I don't and, know who anybody puts ice in beer. Right. Neither one right. is acceptable. Exactly. Because people say you dilute the beverage. So true. But thanks to touchofmodern.com and Amaze Balls and Amaze Rods, you put those in your freezer, you put those in your drink, and your drink stays cold without diluting it, Jerry. Here's the beauty of this, yeah. too. You didn't see this yesterday, did you? No, it wasn't there yesterday. Well, why is that? Because they have new deals at touchofmodern.com. Every day. So had you not checked your app, because you love I'm the touchofmodern.com app, touch of app yeah. on your iPhone, right? Had you not checked the app today, 
you probably would have missed out on the balls and the rods. I definitely would have missed out on balls and rods. Here's something else I found. Like, I used to skateboard when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. And I think about it now, I'm like, oh, it just seems like tiring to do that one thing because your your one foot is resting nicely on the board and yes. your, your other foot's like going and going. It right. seems tiring. Electric skateboard, Jerry. Oh, how cool is that? You just stand on the skateboard and it takes you where you want to go. Once you get the balance down. Yeah, where do you think I found that? I would think. I mean, let me see if I can guess. Yeah. Hmm. Touchofmodern.com, perhaps? That's right. Touchofmodern.com, Jerry. And right now, listeners can get immediate access. When they sign up at touchofmodern.com, that's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, Jerry, all that stuff may be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. Don't miss the balls and the rods. Let's go. I found something that I think you would like because you love golf. I do. Used and, to play every day. And you like baseball. I do. The San Diego Padres. Are, I saw this. Yeah, they're turning their stadium into a nine-hole golf course. During, goofy. during the No, not goofy at all. Very goofy. I would love this. So you're just going to have pitching wedge all over the place. I it's would, not golf. Well, your first tee, your, your first teeing off at home plate. Right, which, which, which when, is a sand wedge. Which when I go... Over the fence. When I go to the driving range mm-hmm. and I hit balls... I, in my head, my fantasy is doing it in a stadium. Well, you first of all, if you actually did it in a stadium with a driver, the ball would fly so far out of the stadium, it's ridiculous. If I could get it up that high. Correct. But I'd love to hit a screaming liner with my driver in, into center field. That would be well, So you're saying that you could, if you went out to city field and stood on home plate with a tee and teed up a ball. I could hit it over the fence with a pitching wedge. You could hit it out of the stadium is what I'm asking. Uh, not with a pitching wedge, with a no, driver. No, no, with a driver. Sure, because really? with a driver, you would hit the ball. <laughs> if you hit the ball 260 yards, that would equate to 520, 880 feet. The fence is 400 feet away. Yeah. Pretty sure I could find another 400 Feet and you're out of the stadium. <laughs> Absolutely. And you have no interest in that. You oh, no, go... I mean, I think it would be cool to do once. I mean, it's it's gimmicky. I mean, it's neat. It looks right. kind of cool. But, you know, that's about it. Do it once and I'm kind of good. So this is going to be one of those pitch and pl- putt places, you think? It has to be. Because, again, think about it. If you're teeing off at home plate, center field is literally, so if that's 400 feet, center field is 110 yards away. Yeah. Most people hit their sandwiches 110 yards. Not me. Take your driver out. You're going to kill somebody on the uh, on the freeway. <laughs> or on one of the other holes if there's nine holes right. going on on the field. Now, what would be cool is if they had flight-restricted balls. Now, all of a sudden, you could play a little bit more. You take your See, what you want to do is you want to play right. You want to take your driver out. You want to have the pitching wedge. That's kind of cool. You want to hit some iron. Yes, absolutely. But you can't do that with real golf balls. And you can't do that here because we have winter here. Uh, yeah. What do you mean we can't do that here? With City well, Field? We, yeah. Why can't you? Because in the winter, it's too cold, right? Uh, no. Oh, because no one's playing now. You're right. You're saying like Every, now. Sure people are playing now. I drove by a golf course yesterday. It was packed. It's gorgeous out. I played, I'll tell you a funny story. So now this one's really not funny, actually, but based on our, our, our discussion. Oh. Take you back to Thanksgiving, the Friday after Thanksgiving of, God, it's got to be 2000. I was working with Joe at the time, overnights. So I was anchoring. So no, it had to have been 2001. Yeah, it was 2001 Thanksgiving. He's like, you want to play? I got him into golf that summer. He really picked up and loved it immediately. So he says, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, we got the big break coming. You want to play the Friday after Thanksgiving? The weather's not been terrible. It was a couple of weeks before. I'm like, sure, let's do it. As we're getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving, the weather's getting worse and worse. And there I'm sitting there on Thanksgiving. I'm watching the Cowboys lose. I don't remember who, but they were losing. And I'm looking at the at the forecast, which came up in between, like, the, uh, the quarters at halftime. You know, they do that news hit. And I see 32 degrees and a possible chance for snow. Like, we're not still playing golf. I call him up. He's, bro, I'm in. I'm like, 
It's 32 degrees. He goes, I'm in. going to be sunny. I'm like, all right. We played golf, and we literally played the last two holes in a blizzard. We finished all 18, though. It was snowing and freezing. The last two holes, yo, it was brutal. And it was windy, and there was duck crap all over the golf course. It's clear they weren't taking care of it at, anymore at that point. But, yeah, you know who Bob Wischusen is, the Jets play-by-play voice? Yes. I used to play with him a lot when he worked at the station in the late 90s. And I always used his rule of thumb. 35 degrees and up, you're good. Anything less than 35, you're out. Joe broke that rule, and I swore I'd never do it again. I would need probably 50 degrees. I don't like to be out when it's any cooler than 50. By the way, 50's not warm. Right. 50's so, cold. I think, to me, I think the difference between 35 and 50, eh, not much of a difference. And when, it's cold. When, what does the temperature need to be in your home in order for you to turn the heat on? Oh, I've had the heat on already. Oh, I, mean, I have as well. I've, I've I'm saying going, when, you, when you see a certain temperature on your... When Dial. I, when I see that that thermostat go to sixty eight, all right, let's go. Heat on. I'm not having this. Yeah, it's... and the air conditioning too. House gets to seventy four. Air conditioning. Right. Let's go. I turned it on yesterday. So sixty eight to seventy four is where you you like it. Yeah, I would say for the air conditioning, I like it at seventy seventy one, right around there, and for the heat, seventy two. Perfect. See, I, I go seventy one both for both. That's yeah. fine. I mean, I'm in the same vicinity with you, right? But yeah, I mean, whatever. I might always. I could always increase it if we want. At one time, I remember I said to Kim, I said, you know what? We're going to do something. Because I have a, an aunt and uncle. I love them to death. But they're like, I'm not paying for heat and air conditioning. But at the same time, we're not going to sweat either. So they said their air conditioning is 80 and their heat at 60. I'm like, why bother having it? Yeah, that's like, well, useless. the alternative is that it's 30 and it's 110. I'm like, all right, good point. So I said, let's say, and, and their bill is like nothing. I said to Kim, I'm like, let's try this. Let's set it to 78 in the summer and 62 in the winter. One day each. I'm like, F this. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You got to be comfortable in your own house. Right. I agree. My house was built in the 1800s. Not true, but you know what I mean. It's, it's an old. old house. So if I don't replace the windows soon and I want to move soon, it's like there's drafts all over the place. It's terrible. How many owners have been there? I think just two. And when was it built? 1958, I believe. We bought it from the original owners. Ever wonder what's going on behind your walls? Oh, well... Because it was built in 1958 when we moved in, we ripped down the walls to the studs in five of the eight of them, I believe. And I let's just say I can't believe I haven't done the other three after what we found in the last rip down. Basically, the contractor, who's a buddy of mine, said, I don't know how this house hasn't burnt down. He goes, come look at this electric. <laughs> and clearly it was done by the guy. I mean, oh, my God. You know those little ties you do yeah. for the bread bags? Yeah. At one point he had those, I mean... I'm like looking at this. I what forget is this? what they call that wiring. That was the old Crappy. wiring. Yeah, that's how. That's what it's called. Hmm. So yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I, the other three, it's like I haven't done the other three because we were planning on moving. Hasn't happened the last couple of years. I'm hoping for this spring. So we'll see. You're hoping to move this spring, or you're hoping we are. To, you are. I'm hoping to sell the house this spring. Yes. Well, if you want to live in Jerry Recco's house, look for that on the open market in spring of 2016. See, that's a weird spot, right? So it's funny you say that. When, I, when we talk about doing this. I sit there and say that the house has lost amazing amounts of value since we bought it. I mean, it's just not worth what right. we paid. And I totally get that. Not to mention we've done, I won't even go through how much money we've put into it since we bought it. So if you add it all up, I'm literally going to take a bath in this house. Fine. Fair enough. Then my, my father says to me, well, why don't you sell it yourself? He goes, if you're losing all that money and it's a sizable amount, why not try to recoup some of it by not giving up the 5% or 6% to the real estate agent? I said, that sounds like a great idea until you actually think about having to actually do it and show the house. So then 
do I put it on Twitter out there? Let's go. Anybody want to buy my house? But then people are just going to show up at my house. Yeah, I'd love to come. Buy the house. Yeah, just to come look and see what you got on the walls. So they people like you come take pictures so they can post them on Twitter. (laughs) Definitely, I'm at Jerry's house. So I don't know. But then you might sell it that way. Someone comes to your house, take pictures, put it on Twitter. One of their friends sees and says, "That is the issue." I would like that house. That's the issue. Jerry Recco House. I'm not sure what to do. Anyway, Matt Harvey won Comeback Player of the Year Award, so I nice. actually have to leave now. Oh, I gotta, okay, Jerry. It's 10.58. i got to rewrite the 11 o'clock stri- okay. script. Okay, see you. Goodbye. Have a nice weekend. Oh, yes, you too. Right. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.